out routine I don't wanna list some movies you've seen I don't need to know you met a pop star You got a fancy new car A favorite new bar It's not that I don't care about what you say But it'd be nice if it don't take the whole day for Monday, October 3rd, 2022. Holy Commutes is the only daily morning podcast dedicated to all things Wolfie. I'm Paul Cook, here with my brother Tim for the first episode of the October 2022 Holy Commute season. We are just a little under two weeks away from the third annual United Wiffleball Tournament at People's Bank Park in York, Pennsylvania. This is be the first time that the United Wiffleball Tournament and any uh, tournaments in this lineage of uh, fast-pitch Wiffleball tournaments will not just be a national championship, but be a world championship as we welcome the Wiffle Tigers from Saitama, Japan in, in just a couple of weeks or under a couple of weeks. Um, it's going to be a great tournament like usual. A lot of stuff going on all weekend. We're all very excited for it, and we figured we'd spend this podcast sort of going over what you can expect from the tournament itself. And then next week, we'll kind of dive into the teams and in more of a proper tournament preview. You know, one of the things I think that, you know, we've prided ourselves on with, you know, United Wiffle is, you know, it's not just a, you know, tournament in the middle of nowhere. There's a lot more that's going on and we have a lot of interesting, fun things that are going to happen. And they all start Friday night with Friday Night Fan Fest, um, which returns for its third year. So yeah, let, 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 let's start with Friday night. Um, that kicks off the weekend. That's I, I think that's always that's something that when we did this two years ago. Now there had you know obviously there had been Friday night events in the past, um, but I think this is something we did a little bit differently. Um, starting with the first year, it's going to kind of be the same as it's been all three years. Um, actually, I shouldn't say that, but uh, let, let's start with the part that will be the same: the home run derby. Um, you know, I know that's always a thing a lot of people look forward to. Registration's currently um, open for any players that are on a team. And if you're on a team in both the MLW U17 tournament or if you're on a team in the main tournament, you're eligible to register for this United Wiffle tournament. If you're a fan coming to uh, meet the MLW players, to meet the United Wiffle Ball players, to meet whoever, a lot of them are both Um uh, there will be ML, you know, and if you're a kid, there will be um, MLW on the field activities, including a home run derby. But the one we're going to talk about here is just our, you know, our annual home run derby. So, um, 
I mean, Jordan Robles has won the last two years. Got to be the favorite, but there's a lot of good hitters already registered. Yeah, it's you know it's, it's going to be a fun one. Same format um, as the last couple of years. We're only taking sixty this year, um, but it's going to be you know take your round. Uh, we'll take the twelve finalists and then a final three. And yeah, it'll be, you know, it'll be the top home run derby in the country again, um, you know, just in terms of the number of, you know, really great hitters and, uh, you know, just the number of people who profile as, you know, really good home run derby hitters who won't make it to the final 12, you know, really shows the depth of quality. Yeah, it's always a really... um cool thing to watch on friday night um and it's kind of gotten cooler um it kind of got cooler last year and i think that'll carry into this year we'll get into that in a second why but yeah like you said it's just it's fun watching all those guys hit. it's a great atmosphere um with all the players and fans you know actually in the seats or not in the seats but in the standing area out there in right field um you know uh, watching the derby trying to catch home runs um and like you said a lot of a, a lot of really good home run hitters. I think if we talked about this two years ago, we would have, and this is obviously no slide at all to Jordan, you know, who you, you'd probably have in the top three all the time. But coming into the last few years, you probably would have said Tim McGalrath is the uh, best home run hitter in the country. He won a couple of MAW home run derbies. He won um, a couple of NWA home run derbies, but Jordan's owned this event. Yeah, Jordan was on fire last year and just, you know, really put his foot on the pedal and didn't give up and just easily easily took it and it's not it's not hard to do i mean it's it's not easy to do especially you know after you get through um to the finals you know it's getting late you've been through a couple rounds you know you're not wanting to exhaust yourself you know entirely because you know saturday and then sunday you know is when you really got to put it all out on the line so um yeah his performances have been you know very impressive and yeah i think he's obviously the uh, favorite going in yeah and I, I think just real quickly last thing on that is um it'll be interesting to see if anyone it's been the same final three in the last two years uh jordan vin lee and tim mcgalrath it'll be it hasn't been actually that's not true didn't I I, I, I don't remember twenty twenty. I thought I thought I thought Jason Vasquez from the Whiskey Ducks. Didn't he get into the final three or final? Do we do a final four? Maybe I don't know. But um, but those guys have been regardless. Those guys have been the cream of the crop the last two years. So it'll be interesting to see. There's plenty of other good home run hitters. If anyone can break through, and I think we're about half. I think we're a little over halfway to that sixty number. Um, it was still two weeks to go. That's usually a, a thing that kind of rolls in late. So I think you know. I think we'll have a, a healthy field, um, and it should be a lot of fun to watch. Um, you know, what I alluded to earlier, one of the reasons I think the home run derby, even though it stayed the same in you know format and sort of in theory wise last year, the reason it kind of went up a level um, was the part was um, the increased uh, fans we had with MLW's Fan Fest. Um, you know, with MLW combining with United Whiffle for the Friday Night Fan Fest, we had you know a couple hundred. Um, you know, families, young young fans um, watching, and you know that really added to the atmosphere. It's one thing to have a hundred players out there; it's another thing to have a hundred players and a hundred, you know, hundred kids, and then you know parents and stuff out there watching. Um, and it really created a cool atmosphere, and we expect we expect that to you know um, be back this year. Yeah, and speaking of you know uh, MLW, uh, you know for Friday night they're going to do a lot of the same activities, but there's going to be a few new things this year. 
um, they're going to do an early entry meet and greet. So FanFest opens, the gates open at 5 o'clock for um, everyone for general admission, opens at 345 for the MLW meet and greet. So if you um, want to get in early for the MLW meet and greet, um, get your tickets now. I think we're close to being... Um, I think we're close to selling out for the meet and greet. Um, yeah, the, the, the meet and greet selling really uh, well so far. If you go, um, but there's still there, there's there's still plenty of tickets okay. left. Um, um, there's still plenty of tickets left, and uh, you know we can always reevaluate. But yeah, but don't don't wait because we can only take so many for the uh, for the meet and greet. But if you, you head over to United Wiffleball website, um, if you're not participating in the tournament, um, you'll need a ticket. Um, to this event, so general, both general mission and the exclusive meeting agree are on sale um, on the website, um, and uh, you know the general mission gets you. It just doesn't get you that first MLW meeting agree to get you everything else. If you're coming to see the MLW players, if you're coming to participate in their on-field activities, a general mission ticket can still get you yep. on the field for that stuff. You just won't be able to see the meeting greet. So make sure you grab your tickets for that. And we know, you know, last year the MLW on the field stuff was a you know a huge hit with you know the kids of all ages I mean we had you had kids who were you know three or four out there swinging the bat maybe for the first time ever you know all the way up to you know 14 15 yeah. year olds so um, that was a lot of fun and we expect that to be just as big if not bigger this year yep and whether you're a fan or a player or, or whatever you're doing on, on uh, or however you're coming into the Friday night event um, you know, and if you don't necessarily want to participate in any of the events, be it the Home Run Derby or the MLW events, um, it's still a great, great time. Um, food and drink will be on sale um, throughout the evening. There will also be a band, um, and it's just a great time to catch up. If Again, if you're a player, it's a great time to catch up with your fellow players. If you're a fan, it's a great time to get to meet these players in a really you know relaxed atmosphere. You don't have to worry about um, bothering anyone in between a bat or tracking anyone down in between a game. They'll be hanging out just like you will, so it's a really good time to get up close and personal with everyone. And then... Uh, and then Saturday obviously starts the uh, the main tournament itself, staying on MLW for a second. Um, uh, Saturday, well, I, actually, before we get to that, let me say this: we also have merchandise on sale all weekend, yep. as we've had the last couple of years. Um, it should be a little bit better, um, a little bit better for stocked, I would say. Not that it was, you know, not that it, it, it not that it was poorly stocked in prior years, but uh, we'll have a lot more kid sizes this year. All of the usual, you know, um, t-shirts and hats. So make sure you check that out. That'll be located um, at kind of a specific area, but generally where it's been the last two years, which is kind of down the first baseline, almost into right field on the on the main concourse. So then, yeah, Saturday we, you know, obviously the main tournament going on, but I think you know everyone knows what that tournament is. I think you know one of the you know, additional things we have going on this year is the under 17 tournament, which is a new addition and something that we're really excited about. Yeah, we're, we're really, really pumped for this. It's the MLW Invitational. It's the first ever U17 National Championship tournament. Um, it is going to be, uh, it's going to be a really good competitive compact field. Um, Alrighty, there's teams coming from, let me, let me make sure I get this right. Um, and this is this isn't every team, but this is just what it is so far. It's New Jersey, um, 
Pennsylvania, and I think one team from each, Ohio, uh, Michigan. That Michigan team has some Ohio t- players on it. Um, and Arizona, and I'm missing I'm, I'm missing one team, but it's, it's a really eclectic group so far. And so, like, um, just to you know, dive into a couple of these, we got um, um, Ohio Elite Wiffle Ball. Um, this team won the 13 to 15 age division at the Twinsburg World Series in Ohio. Uh, that's the largest tournament uh, this year, and one of the, if not the largest, um, wiffle ball tournament ever. With uh, um, I, I can't I can't remember the exact number off my uh, head here, but I want to say like over 160 teams. I'll get that. In yeah, a second. I think 100 160 sounds right to me. Yeah, for some reason that's sticking with me. So you know those guys, you know beat i think 30 plus other teams um you know really really impressive win um they've i think that's like second or third time they've won that tournament uh so you know a really good team there um there's an ML, the mlw rising stars um you know basically the best 17 and under players currently in mlw they won the wiffle in the midden tournament back in august mlw's wiffle in the midden tournament um, they'll be there um, trying to go two for two in tournament titles this year. So right there off the bat, Tim, you've got two tournament champions. Then the Arizona participants are from the Backyard Wiffle Ball League. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head if they won the Arizona um, youth division last year for the ML, at, uh, MLW's tournament or not. But um, really good team. They actually run a – they're actually the guys, the kids, <laughs> that um, run the uh, – tournament uh also in october at a, a, a spring training stadium out there in arizona so excited to see those guys compete and then um you know the rv Rams played an maw tournament against the main competition and you know so that's a new york that's the that's a that's jersey. The, uh, new jersey oh yeah so i'm, I'm still missing I'll, I'll i'll think about it but but anyway your point being a lot of good teams a lot of eclectic interesting teams this is gonna be a really fun thing this is gonna start about 3 30 ish three to three thirty or so three to four we'll say um on saturday and this will fall you know uh i think the plan is for it to fall a normal mlw tournament format which means um a couple a couple uh prelim games on saturday those will run on two fields congruent with the um with the main tournament so the cool thing about that tim i, I kind of like how this you know how the, how we got this set up is that you know, one, it kind of allows these, you know, these kid teams to get in, these youth teams to get in at their leisure on Saturday, take in some of the action on Saturday before they play, get to play under the lights too, then on Saturday. So, like, it kind of gives them a full experience. Yeah, no, it's especially for anyone who's, you know, playing in their first, you know, national championship, you know, especially at that young age, being able to play into the night, you know, in a, um, you know, in a fall baseball atmosphere right. is, you know, is really cool. Yeah, no, it, it should be a really fun atmosphere. And then that, that tournament will wrap up on, um, on uh, Sunday. Um, and again, sort of, I, again, I think this is kind of really cool how um, these are happening side by side on the same fields. Um, so that, you know, uh, that tournament will start um, around the same time that the the final eight starts, probably a little bit earlier that the final eight starts for the main tournament. Um, and that'll go uh, congruent with that. And, and the plan is for that to finish up um, just a little bit 
before the finals of of the main tournament. So that'll be, it'll be really fun Sunday. You'll get to while well, the semifinals are going on in the main tournament. You'll be able to watch the finals of the first ever U seventeen national tournament. See who comes out on top of that, and then immediately, you know, if timing kind of works out right, and you never know in a tournament. Um, sometime after that um, will be the, uh, the 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 main final. So that that should be really fun to get to watch two national two a national champion and a world champion crown back to back. Yeah, no, that's it, it's going to be a lot of fun, and that should be you know a, we plan on this being the first of you know the the, the first of many under seventeen yeah. national championship tournaments. Yep, yeah, no, this, this this is just this is just the start for that. Um, you know, I, I think just maybe some of the timing, some some teams that would have liked to get out weren't able to get out for this, but um, it's still going to be a great field. The one state I forgot was Wisconsin. So, you know, just in those six teams I mentioned, you got Arizona, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Ohio, and Michigan. Um, it's, you know, it's really going to be a national, and that's just, you know, six of them. It's really going to be a, a full national championship tournament. It should be a ton of fun uh, to watch. Would you say that's what you're looking for maybe most this weekend, Tim? Yeah, uh, most. Uh, that and, you know, we already did a full podcast on the Wiffle Tigers, but obviously right. I think that's um, that's the second thing. But, you know, just looking forward to the whole weekend in general. And, um, you know, it's, yeah, like I, I think, you know, year one we've always seen that, you know, that's what you build upon. Right. And, I, you know, I'm really happy with the the core. You know, we've let ML, MLWs run with this. And, you know, it's the first time they've done a national, you know. And they've done an invitational <laughs> tournament. I mean, maybe let's think about it. If, if, you know, if this was just open entry, um, the field would look a lot different. But, you know, the idea, yeah, was, was to get some, some of these good teams. And, um, you know, being the... Uh, you know, ardent wiffleball viewer that I am, I've I'm at least semi familiar with all of, um, you know with all the teams that are in so far, um, and you know they all are quality teams, yeah. and it should be a, it should be a really competitive event, and this is this is the future of the sport too, um, you know, and it's nice to see, it's nice for the sport to be at a place where you can have. Um, you know, you can have this youth national tournament and then still have a 40 team main tournament, you know, and there's no sort of consideration of, um, you know, of, of, of having just these kids just be thrown into the fire. They get to play against people their own age where, you know, it, it does them justice. It allows them to come along at a good path like you do in every other sport. Yep. And it allows them then to, yeah, to filter into then, you know, once they, as they keep, you know, getting older to, yeah, get into the, main tournament and you know it keeps getting in new players and we always need new younger players to keep cycling into the game and that's the only way to keep this thing healthy yeah and mlw as as we say all the time when we talk about him you know we, we all just owe him such a debt of gratitude for um being that link into this next generation of players and um you know they're going to continue filtering in over the next few years and it's it's going to be it's going to be exciting to watch and you know without a doubt some of those guys um that you see in the under 17 tournament you know when they graduate age-wise will be playing in this main tournament and you know and certainly have the potential to be you know impact players in future years um, I guess just you know, last thing I would say is you know, and then everything else that you kind of expected the stadium will sort will be back this year. You know, concessions will be open all weekend. Um, we should have 
news on admission for Saturday and Sunday really, really soon. Um, and we'll get that out as soon as we have it. But, you know, you can expect the same experience. Um, we have to cross our th- fingers on weather like we do every year. Um, you know, it's a week earlier, so that should be good. But you, you just never yeah. know. But, you know, it's, you're going to have, like you said, Tim, you're going to have that great um, – you know, I, I don't know. The weather hasn't really bothered me. Because no, that's, it hasn't bothered me either. It's, it, it's what it should be for a postseason, um, you know, bad ball sports. Uh, postseason baseball is probably better than, yeah, you know, standing in a stadium or if you're lucky enough to be out there playing, um, you know, have that, you know, have that chill in the air. Um, you know, it, it just it feels different and it gives you that feeling of, OK, this is important. Uh, and, you know, we've had that. So, you know, that that's always cool. And, um, you know, like you said earlier. We, there's going to be a lot of a lot of good, exciting games under the lights this year. The you know it's just going to be the pool play games for the uh, U17 tournament again. That's still really cool for those kids, and it's, it'll be cool to watch. And then we'll have um, you know the plan is, um, and this is all obviously pending time and pending weather. But the plan is to get down to the final eight on uh, Saturday night in the main tournament. So there'll be two rounds of straight up elimination games. Round of 24, round of 16, Saturday night, and that should be a lot of fun. Um, and then, again, knock on wood, that we actually get down to that. You know, the tournament should wrap up at a pretty reasonable time, early afternoon, mid-afternoon on Sunday, um, you know, to give everyone time to get back to their days. But, yeah, it's it's really shaping up nice. It's our third year. We're, again, we, we can't say how we can't say enough good things about the Revs, um, just, you know, how helpful they are with everything. And really making this work, and we're working on a couple other things. We hope to get finalized here as we go down the home stretch. But um, you know, it should be a fun week, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. You know, this year yeah. Uh, a lot. Yeah, we're just two weeks away, so um, yeah, <laughs> a lot of stuff to do over the next two weeks. But you know, the the experience is always worth it. All right. So next week, um, I think our plan will be for this pot for the Monday episode is we'll dive more into a, a team, you know, sort of teamish preview, a actual you know on the field preview of the uh, first ever World Championship, uh, first ever fast pitch wiffle ball World Championship. Um, so we'll see you next Monday with that. Um, I believe Tim Dean is in tomorrow, and uh, we'll see you next. Week.